I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Films, Narcitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 534, Black Christmas. Yeah. These are the darkest times. The worst one. <laughs> well, I, I've never seen any of them, so I can't say. But, oh, it's the worst one. But I can't imagine that there aren't better ones. I may the, stop celebrating Christmas at this uh, point. The first one has Olivia Hussey and Margot Kidder. Well, there you go. Ta-da. So uh, who doesn't like a movie starring hussies? Because she's never, that never heard that joke no, before. No, I'm sure she hasn't. So uh, let's go around the table and introduce ourselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. And we have not one but two guests this week. We have uh, joining us via the magic of Skypephone is a longtime listener, Tammy Sherman Powers. Hey, Tammy, how's it going? going good first try too i mean it's amazing that you called us and we started the recording <laughs> yeah. and... so simple yes oh goodness she's like i was a long time listener uh, yeah <laughs> long time <laughs> suffering by long time listener. listener she means today yeah. Yeah. it's been a long time well actually i might not listen anymore <laughs> after you made me watch this movie oh. <laughs> so we're not alone thank god actually in their in their defense tammy it was it was kind of me who who made you watch it i was i i, I insisted that we had as uh a, as diverse a representation of a variety of opinions on particular movie as possible so if you must you you can cast okay. your blame on me because okay. I, if you don't you you uh, might uh lose all your followers so it's like so in order to not do that you know this uh well at least half of I am so sorry for your pain. Uh, next, if you're in Florida, I will buy you whatever drink will help to dull the uh, searing <laughs> memories of this uh, schlock is even being too kind to us. I think he liked it. Yeah. So, And that is uh, Ryan, Ryan. What was the one he was on before? You've been on two, haven't you? Right, we did. I thought it's been two. We now. did like a Halloween specialty episode. Uh, it chapter two, okay. and then the Halloween horror comedies. Oh, okay, that and I left early. 
That's yes. why I don't remember yes. that. That's so, right. so that's right. Are, are we? Is he just relegated to the horror ghetto? Is he not allowed no, to be on? But, well, <laughs> a lot of people on Twitter call him the horror professor. He's a professor of film okay. at the University of Florida, right, Ryan? Uh, University of Tampa. University of Tampa. And so a lot of people online, though, think that he only watches horror movies. <laughs> so he's kind of been relegated to this horror professor, Ryan Terry. We should make him do a, do a musical. Sure. Yeah. Uh, hey, we could do Stage Fright, and then it's both. I tell you what, he's he's more than welcome to come back for Cats, so I don't have to do it. Yeah, you know what? A horror yep. a horror musical, Cats. Yeah. That, that, is, that, is, that is horrific. No, I think, uh, I think yeah. Tammy wanted to come back for Cats, too. Is that right? Oh, is that right? Oh, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> she was demanding it. She said, okay, I will only do Black Christmas if you let me review the, Cats. The look on Tammy's face was priceless. <laughs> she's, she's got her old lady sweater already picked out. <laughs> well, yeah, I have four cats, but I have no desire to see that movie. Do they... You don't want to see the mocap suits that are probably going to still be in it because it's still unfinished. <laughs> Do your cats sing? That's... Do they have weird human faces? <laughs> yeah. No. Is one of them Judy Dench? <laughs> Dame Dench. Yes. My, my cat is actually Judy Dench. That's amazing. That'd be all right. No, but I, you know, I think the thing that irritates me the most about that trailer, and there's a lot to oh choose from. Oh, my God. But the thing that irritates me the most is when the one cat says, does a cat got your tongue? Ugh. Because a cat wouldn't say that. Yeah, a cat would be, be like, like, do it, I have your tongue? It'd be like if we were going, does a people have your tongue? <laughs> like, right? Like, it's like, does it, they, they don't think of the... I'm so I, sad that Idris Elba's in that movie. Yeah. Does, does a person insult you? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, ah... So uh, before we dig into the movie, quick shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us. Be sure and subscribe while you're there so you never miss an episode. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget Patreon, patreon.com slash real spoilers. Five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus content, and you get to help us out, and we like you a little extra. I just sometimes you're invited to yeah. see Black Christmas. Yes, Sorry. sometimes we subject you. To- I actually, I actually did just do an interview with comic book artist Bob Quinn, so it's in the can. It's done, so that'll be on the Patreon. Uh, he he drew some uh, Captain America, some Fantastic oh. Four, the Lone Ranger, Red Sonia. Well, there you go. Bob Quinn is in Joe's can, and there you it have is. that to look forward yep. to. He's uh, <laughs> so, ready to go. So uh, <laughs> there's all of that. Let's uh, let's dig into Black Christmas, Holy shall we? Sh- oh my! Like okay. So the 1976 version four. Four, four is is awesome. Like it's just, I mean, it's it's. Very, is it just an actual horror movie? So the basic the premise of that movie is is it's it's a sorority house full of girls and there's a dude in the house killing them. Simple. That's okay. it. That's, and it's POV too. Way uh, before Halloween uh, gets a lot of credit for being the first. And, and I love Halloween, sure. so this is not yeah, making it any less than let's what it is. Watch but, the tone. What there, I find Ryan. is fascinating is Black Christmas and the original one, A Stranger Calls, actually pioneered two of the biggest tropes that we have uh, now in Halloween, um, and yet. Uh, you know, Black Christmas doesn't get uh, the credit for having that POV at the beginning. You know, most people think you know Halloween was the first to do it, or the first like the first you know well-known horror film to do it. And um, and Black Christmas actually started out that way. And, the, and then uh, with the phone calls, 
very it's like when a stranger calls you know uh, did that first and so i you know i've um i've tried to figure out why is it that halloween gets you know all the credit for you know being the first in these two areas uh which are largely part of horror you know uh, except for maybe in more recent years and then um you know but yet black christmas and uh when a stranger, like they were the ones who did it first and so what year was what um, year was peeping tom Peeping Tom was also 1916, but because it it was released very close to Psycho, but it did not have the it doesn't have the Hitchcock branding, and therefore didn't have the marketing budget that uh, Psycho had, and it was also uh, UK, much like I think uh, both Black Christmas. I think Black Christmas was also UK, okay, and um, and so it it so I think it's for those reasons why Psycho is considered the first modern horror film because it did they both came out in the same year but it had a major name behind it as well as you know, a larger marketing budget and was a U.S. film versus a U.K. Film. So so I had never seen this original Black Christmas. I didn't see the remake, which I heard was not good. The remake I... is what it is. The re- oh, the, the remake is great. Okay. Yeah, now, it came out. I mean, it, after, it came after out in that. Watch this one. That remake is awesome. <laughs> it's a masterpiece. It also it got it, it got swallowed up in that remake. It seemed explosion. like just another remake. Yeah, yeah. So like they were just taking any horror franchise from the seventies they could. Okay. And so just remake it. so obviously Ryan's seen both of them. Tammy, what are your experiences pre this movie with the franchise? I have never heard of Black Christmas. Okay, so, before this. so you're much <laughs> you're much like me to where this is yeah. my first example of That's Black Christmas. Such a shame. Where yeah, I know it's kind of tainted. <laughs> I mean, Tom, have you seen? I'd heard of it, but I yeah. like I'm just not a horror guy. So <laughs> I'll like if one rises kind of above the genre, sure, I'll sure. I'll check it out. But for the most part, like it's just it's. I mean, it's a very young. It's Margot Kidder pre Superman. It's Olivia Hussey pre. Uh, I guess it's post Romeo and Juliet, but pre-psycho four but three out of five, <laughs> to, to three out three out of five of us this is our black christmas that's right that sucks <laughs> so much that's uh, like it's a shame because i feel like this would be a, a much more fun conversation if you had the the hate for this movie that i have so, given how much i like that first one so to be fair i mean going into this movie and when we discussed it and when ryan talked about you know wanting to be a guest and and doing this movie and everything i'm thinking okay black christmas it's a remake of a beloved horror film it's Bloomhouse. like here okay. i don't really understand this what is, happened this here. is what i think happened okay it's not just Blumhouse. Okay. it's universal okay. i don't think this was a black i don't think this was black christmas i think this was they, something this else. This was sorority row killers, and they and had they, and they realized they had a, a turd, and maybe they brought and they had they already had Blumhouse in their pocket with the Universal right. stuff, and they're like, "Can you oh. do anything with this?" Instead of and making he was like, zero dollars, he's like, maybe. "I don't know, man. Maybe throw Black Christmas on the front, like call it that, and maybe I, we'll get the nostalgia button." So I looked up, and they shot this movie over six weeks, so I I don't have any reason to think that there were reshoots. But having watched the movie, right, I have reason to think yeah. that there, because that last thirty minutes, it's a completely different movie, has nothing to do that's, in tone or story. Bonkers. That's what makes me think this bonkers. was not, yeah, Black well, Christmas. Well, and that's what's weird too is, I mean, so we'll get into the beginning of this movie, but like, so going back to my original statement, like I'm thinking this is a horror movie sorority house there's a killer on the loose and these girls are going to kick ass and just like totally you know be, be strong female characters which is very relevant in this day and age and that's no problem we saw ready or not sure i mean we've seen a lot of these movies where it's like yeah kick ass female leads awesome don't talk to elizabeth banks about that <laughs> but, well, and i mean it's uh, we say it, it's relevant and important now 
horror has long since oh, sure. been a pioneer sure, absolutely. in strong female characters. And so I, I want to say, why why did this movie feel such a need to just hammer it and hammer it and hammer it and hammer it like horror's done the female character uh, injustice when it way before straight dramas and comedies and like film noir like way like, before any of these it had strong female characters the term final girl is derived from horror films and so but it was like, I, why but i would this isn't the genre that needs to be critiqued but, for that if anything it should be heralded for it because that's been that way for nearly a century but i i don't but I think a lot of people, though, feel like with horror movies, when it's okay, the final girl, but that also means that you went through all a, the other girls. All the other girls. So, like, you oh. kill all these other girls to get to your final girl. So, there's one girl that gets crowned and she gets to be tough, but the rest of them are kind of fodder that. And get, the way. Unless you're Carrie, then you get, then you get doused. Right. And, yeah. it, and I feel like in this. <laughs> The way the trailers make it make it look is like okay, we're not going to get a final girl. We're going to get a final four, right? And they're not going to put up with the with the 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 killer. They're going to turn this movie. That's the way this trailer but it's looks. Completely and the, missed. And the poster looks that way too. It does. Like, right. They're all looking like tough, like it's like Birds of Prey too. Yeah. Even though Birds of Prey hasn't come out yet. <laughs> right. yeah. And but I'm like, but the for the first hour of this movie, like for for it's all not a horror movie, for all their speechifying, yeah, they're pretty milk toast. Like but yeah, the, very much. So that's so that. That's the thing, and I was going to say. So the I'm thinking this is going to be a horror movie, kick ass the whole time. We're trying to run from this killer, but like the first 45 minutes, hour of this movie, there's n- like no horror elements. It opens with a one kill of like the oh what why is there Clear, clearly tacked on because they realize that if it wasn't for that, there isn't a murder if for like for, 25 minutes. Right, and, and so I'm watching this movie, and it's just, that first kill was good. The, the I mean, because that's almost the perfect murder. I mean, icicle. So I mean I I I mean it, it's Christmassy it's uh that, it's uh it harkens back to the uh, to the original and so um and in the, in the remake and so I I like that ice pick kill at the beginning I I thought wow this is gonna be good but, but I, I think after that. Right. Well, so here's the th- so Bob Bob Clark directed the first one if you know Bob Clark he did a Christmas story he did, he has uh. Porkies, Porkies. So he's had he has this affinity for comedy, and there's a lot of comedic beats in that first Black Christmas. Uh, and actually, I think if you go back to one of our Christmas episodes, I talked about the original way back when. So when he grabs, when he breaks off the ice sickle, and I was like, okay, it's an homage to Bob Clark to what he was doing because it is kind of ridiculous. Because to me, that was supposed to be kind of funny. Yes, because it's right. It's supposed like to be. I took it as that, and I'm like, oh, that's the movie. It's gonna be fun and a little campy and crazy kills and all this. But but after that, you don't get it. And what a lot of this movie is, it's just very much like Me Too and and female empowerment. And so I wanted to ask our final girl, Tammy here. <laughs> uh, you know, what I mean, how did you feel? Because you're coming at it maybe with a different perspective. And to us, I think we're going to interpret it differently or maybe not like how did you feel about this first 45 minutes it, well it's boring yeah <laughs> but did you like the kill though the, the first kill yeah that was the okay. only one right. but you don't okay. really see any of the kills 
PG thirteen. I don't know yeah. whose whose idea was that. PG because PG thirteen Black Christmas. They knew nobody was going to see this crap movie. Is yeah. the problem? But so Tammy, so after the first kill, which was fine, but then for again thirty forty five minutes, whatever it is, you don't really see any horror. The whole thing is you know creeper professor and uh, protesting female student, and obviously the main character Imogene Poots. She was drugged and assaulted at a, a frat party. I mean, the whole movie is just hammering home the men are terrible and. Well, I mean, how did you feel as a it, woman watching this? Um, I cringed yeah. through almost the whole thing. It didn't seem, I don't know, like real. I don't, I don't like. I don't know how to explain it. I just didn't like anything about the movie at all. And each character, I they never made me really care about any of them. Yeah, you know, yeah. they were the Riley was too, you know, like you know. Mousious, mousy, you know, Chris is on the other extent. It was like they had one of each different well, kind of Well, they were like token characters. They, were, I mean, it was just yeah. like, I'm the activist. I'm the... Well, each character was its own talking point. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and that, and if they had picked one or two of those things, but they, but that it was like every time somebody was opening their mouth, it was some sort of commentary on college rape culture yeah and it's like you know and, when, and when you complain about that it sounds like you're pro rape culture <laughs> and, 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 and <laughs> which is not the case but it was like but it was just non-stop Here's, and not and not well yeah. done like it wasn't clever right it was just it it, it, yeah, it was just lazy here's the writing. issue is i i feel like in the today's climate a me too horror movie or any kind of movie is important, like to get it out there. I like the movie that they're trying to make. The problem is, is they showed the promising young woman trailer in front of it. That looks awesome. And I gotta tell you, if you want a Me Too movie, that's the one you're gonna oh, yeah. go to because that looks insanely oh, good. What about even the Invisible Man? Isn't that kind of yeah an abusive? Uh, it is partner, yeah, sort, and but he, they're yeah. telling a story. Yeah. Not believing the woman. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think the the problem with this is that it's uh, it's a heavy handed cash grab approach. Uh, that uh, is really an irreverent treatment of the Me Too movement, and I, you know, find it to be offensive to the movement in and of itself. Because how can anyone take that movement seriously when a movie like this just perpetuates this obnoxious caricature of it? But here's the, and it just, it just, it, it's, it's not even treating it with the respect that it ought to be uh, that it ought to be given and, and even worse when this movie shifts gears yeah, at the end that's the problem it it, it it like really digs a hole for itself because you know you find out that like yep these people have been possessed mind or mind and mind controlled essentially so you're saying that they're not responsible so for their actions now yeah, yeah. So now they're not responsible yeah, that is a for huge... all of the, like like when it got when it got to that reveal I mean, you saw that coming from a mile away, but when the reveal happens, and you know what, we're just going to do it now 20 minutes in, because I think we're going to do 60 minutes of suck, Right? Uh, is that the <laughs> the, the bust that the uh, the activist girl... Which conveniently leaks black blood for PG-13 purposes. Correct. Yeah. Uh, when it's removed from wherever, you know, the, the center of this universe, Calvin Coolidge universe, right. whatever the hell it's called... Uh, I guess it's not Calvin Coolidge. It's <laughs> Hawthorne. Uh, he is, Hawthorne. He is a president. Yeah. I guess you yeah. can't. No, it's not. Nathaniel. It's not Nathaniel Hawthorne. Charles. Yeah. yeah. Charles. It's, it's, it's Nathaniel's okay. younger brother. That's yeah. what. They, yeah. Um, when they remove the statue, they figure out that this, it leaks this goo, and that puts these pledges and I guess everybody in the fraternity under the, the possession of 
th- this guy. But they were also already rapey to start with. So now you're just double rapey. So I don't like. I don't even know. But they're not rapey. They're killy. But yeah, now they kill but, and so, rape. So it's just, and they only go after the ones the the the, the girls who are strong, than like not subservient. But then Which they is kill. Everyone, then they basically. kill the subservient one. I. Yeah, right. right? So, so, like, but then try to make the other one join too, and it's like, did I just saw what you did to the one that <laughs> right? Won. Like it, the movie is just the writing is so bad. It's and, really bad, and and the, most of it, I think, most of the problem comes from aside from just the terrible writing of what they were trying to do that they didn't execute. Is that it's not like all the stuff in a horror movie that you want isn't there? Yeah, like no. who you thought, can do, you can do you can do a PG thirteen horror? Yeah, it's possible. We, oh, we've, oh, seen, yeah. we've, we've seen, seen plenty we've of seen good ones, but but they're trying to. They're trying to push this agenda, and it is a relevant and important agenda of the day. But then they forgot they were making a horror movie, right? And so, who they could have smartly crafted a script that would be for female empowerment and anti-abusive and crazy men. I mean, Halloween did like the new one. Yeah, oh, yeah. But, yeah. So they could have done it right, but instead they just wrote this terrible. Uh, caricature laden script with these ridiculous characters and then like every single man you see is horrible and I found myself feeling like that boyfriend at the end who's when like the, when the boy not when the one guy snaps and he has his comment about like Jesus this is all we you not talk supposed, about it but were we and not I'm, supposed to agree with him <laughs> it was hard not but you do know the, what I mean like he's supposed to be like acting a fool because he's possessed or something because of that ringing noise because I guess it's not just black blood there's a ringing noise no, that I think, brings I, out I, your I think, alpha I think it's once you've been indoctrinated into the you know into the frat anytime that thing goes off it clicks your alpha part the so the quote, black blood so the doesn't just control unquote, you no i think the i think once the <laughs> ritual is completed okay you know what i'm saying like but so he was supposed to be acting like a dick but then the things he was saying it was like they were treating every man you saw was there, terrible every, but every but, man in this movie <laughs> but every man they're interacting with is, t- is right, terrible but they didn't <laughs> except yeah. for landed but this is like when we watched rambo and joe's like every mexican is a criminal <laughs> right but you know what i mean like they didn't show any counterbalance except for the boyfriend and then he still like didn't but then they turned the boyfriend to, anyway and yeah they, so i don't know it just <laughs> well i thought that's where the movie was going to turn around you know in which he said uh, you know where he's uh you know just before you know i guess it's shortly before his, uh, his kill and which you know he he addresses the uh, you're just well actually a uh, what's your face addresses you're just trying to piss people off and then shortly we get into his uh, you know his uh, speech and I thought that's what was going to turn around in which uh, the one you know activist girl would realize gee maybe in an effort to do something good I'm actually doing more harm and just alienating and pissing people off and. And because I was perhaps mistreated by a guy or a couple of guys, every guy is now like that. And so, and and in all fairness, I can be, I can just ridicule all of them, defame all of them because they're all the same. And so, I thought we were going to address that extreme when the boyfriend was. Uh, it's like you know, I you know, not all guys are rapey. I'm not like that. And then, but then it's like so we started to go down to. Where I thought the the movie was going to turn around, and then well, then it's like oh, well, but he was kicked uh, out. Was it was just dismissed. So, like that that point was yeah. null and void. Because yeah, the the I I don't even know what you would call that one girl. Like the the girl the girl well, that was a thing on Twitter. The not all men thing is that would because she references. Well, it. she does, but I mean, even the the girlfriend. Yeah kicks like as soon as he's like hey can you not like i'm sitting right here can you not like i you know i'm your boyfriend and all of a sudden she's like out you're out we're broken up and it's like what yeah like so that was a quick turn so he's not allowed to have oh like, you're not allowed to have a beer 
Oh yeah, he had a beer. Remember? And she's like, you don't, you don't drink, drink beer. Oh, uh, but he had drank a beer and then acted like that. Yeah, it's, you know, I was thinking going back to the statue thing. Another thing that makes it really kind of uh, kind like bad writing. Okay, is that? Oh, please the the reason that uh, all this starts. Is because they moved the statue, right? Right. So it's this girl's fault. Why do they move the statue? Right. If the if if she, if if that feminist had just kept her mouth shut, <laughs> oh, I mean, that but you're not wrong. So good, you're not right? wrong, like, though. That's but, but yeah, it's, I like, it's in the movie. Like, like that's if, I mean, like ultimately, that's what kicks everything off. Right. Is is her having a voice? But you know what I think? It's hard to believe this movie <laughs> is written by two women and directed by a woman. Yeah, that this is well. And okay, so I have two parts to this, and I have a question for Tammy on part one here. Okay, so the movie starts off, and I feel like the movie, as we've said, it's hammering home all these things. This you mean be- like the opening scene? Or no, after sorry, that? the after. Okay, past the cold open. That's fine. We've agreed. That's fine. We move forward from that. Sure. So when we're introduced to all the women at the sorority, like the first scene is like. Have you seen my diva cup? Oh, and then you watch her put her diva cup in her pants. The first scene is I bought you a vibrator. Okay, yeah. yes. Okay, so I bought <laughs> yeah. you. Oh, yeah, I'm on the phone. I, I bought you a Christmas present, and you'll be able to take care of yourself. You don't need a man. Here's a vibrator. Then it's have you seen my diva cup, and you see her put that in. Then you see the friend that's borrowed the dress, and blah, blah, blah. You go through all this. Oh, I'm not going to wear that dress. Oh, you're supposed to look sexy. I mean, this movie was just like, hello, we are women. Hello, woman stuff. <laughs> women were like, how did you feel watching this? Were you like, oh, I can relate to this? Or were you like, this is garbage? It's not how women. We don't have the, you know, the pillow fights in 90s. We don't shower together. And we would never put a diva cup in would you, in front would of you, another Would you woman. put somebody else's diva cup in? Well, it well was, they're in. They come pre-packed. Yeah. Oh, it was okay. wrapped. She unwrapped oh, I, it. Okay, I thought, yeah. it, okay, okay. I actually, um, I don't know what a diva cup is. Tammy, this one's on you, my friend. <laughs> um, it's for women's. I don't have much experience with women. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I get. I, mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't oh. understand why. Instead of a okay. like, it captures the it, blood instead, instead, instead of, of absorbing it. it I feel and, okay. Okay, I got. I got, yeah. I got it. But I, I thought. <laughs> I thought they. I, guess, I, I had no idea what it was. Like, what? But I thought what? they were supposed to be reusable. That's what I thought too. That's why what? when she tossed it to her, I was like, oh no, no, no. Yeah, they're reusable for a while, but you can, you know, they're in a package of several. Yeah. Got it. Okay, that you makes more do sense. Just throw it away or whatever. They're not like long term. So you don't she just have just grabbed another one out of the box. Yeah, she opened it up. It's not like a family heirloom that gets passed on. <laughs> <laughs> now oh that I have God. gone to the change, I've got great grandma's diva cup. <laughs> now that I have gone to the change, I gift to my daughter my diva cup. <laughs> But no. but it's it's good to know. I just wanted to know how, from a female uh, perspective of the writing, because the dialogue was cringe-inducing. And here I am thinking, like, okay, I, I get you're setting this up. I'm here to watch this horror movie. But line after line after line, and it was just yeah. like... I mean, normally, I'm a proponent of women giving each other vibrators. <laughs> like, <laughs> just look at my browsing history. I mean, yes, I am a lo- I've been, I've been a staunch supporter of this issue for decades. You're on record? <laughs> yes. But uh, I was just like, what? are we Actually, talking about it's, uh when it uh, was first released uh the vibrator to a uh, quick history moment 
<laughs> uh, the vibrator was invented in the late 1800s, early 1900s. I can't remember exactly when, but it was invented to cure, cure hysteria. hysteria. Yeah. I'm doing air quotes for those of you who are listening. So that's where it came from, but they wouldn't call it a vibrator. They would call it like personal massager or something like that. But when it was released, it was the number one selling item in the Sears catalog. Weird. I yeah. wonder why. Shocking. Yeah, literally. Yes. Don't use it in the bathroom. Okay. Sure. So, so now this girl in the beginning, since we've already kind of got Riley. No, no, no. The, oh, sorry. The one that I said we're not going back to, but oh. that girl in the cold open, I guess I never realized the connection. Usually when you see a cold open, there's like a, like a straight connection, but I don't really remember them ever being like, there Oh, one. Sarah went missing and now we're all like kind of, on there isn't one at all. Yeah. So she's just part of the sorority. So that was it. why, how did they know? No, no, she's that- part of the, it's so weird. Okay. She's not even part of the main sorority that we're focused on. She's part of the sorority that we see later when they're, when the cop walks in and they're killing that guy. Yeah. Cause it's like, she's this- part of that sorority. So like it's so not they cold this, opened with uns- not the main character not at all. So when they show it, because this was jarring to me, and I don't know if you guys were confused too, but all of a sudden they cut from the main characters to this other sorority, completely different sorority. And the cop, you think the cop is going to right? Their it's supposed place. to be one of those head fakes right. where you're like, oh, you think the cop's coming there to save them, but he's really going. It's a different. Call. But it was edited so poorly that yeah, I'm like, I was what? like, where are we <laughs> like, at now? <laughs> I had this exact same <laughs> yeah, reaction. I'm just like, because I, I, I go, who's that girl with the dreadlocks? Yeah. I'm like, who? So that was the girl in the beginning that the other girl was on the phone with. Okay. The, the girl that's murdered in the very beginning yeah. was on the phone with okay. that girl with the dreads. Gotcha. So uh, it was just a really weird way to tie in because usually there's a little bit more of a like an obvious connected. This dots. is what I'm saying is that <laughs> I don't think this was a Black Christmas movie. Yeah. I do not think that they had any intention of this being called Black Christmas until Universal, like I said, said, What do you uh, got? What do you got, Blum? Yeah, can you can you do something with this? And he's <laughs> like, uh give me two two foot rub, three foot rubs, two bomb pops, and we'll call it Black Christmas. <laughs> and he was like, Okay, we'll call it Black Christmas. By the way, I get the entire run of the Universal Monsters from now on. They're like, Yes sir, whatever you need, sir. Oh But yeah, so and, and there's really unfortunately there's not a lot to talk. We know that Riley had been attacked and she's kind of shut down uh, emotionally and personally. But a real attack, not a possessed she, one. No, no, yeah, right, right, right. Like, she's attacked by somebody in this frat. So she's she was slipped a drug by someone at the bad guy yes. fraternity, uh, and she was sexually assaulted, and this was... Uh, like the ago? previous year, yeah. I would guess, and so this person has since, I guess, been expelled. Was he or no. did he graduate? No, he he graduated. And he graduated. He's okay. the, uh, the alumni. He's coming Got back. It. Okay, or alumnus, because that's singular. Okay, who so comes <laughs> back? Um, and that and that that when she has to sing this song that they're doing. Well, she that, wasn't going to sing the song, right? right like, but when she has to sing the song. That's why she's so nervous about it is because he's, he's there. Yeah. He's there to watch. OK. Yeah. That's why I wasn't sure. Again, I don't know why I just couldn't. And there's amazing script. I don't know why I couldn't. Follow, I liked but. the song. So yeah. it was good. It was a, it was a definitely well, a big old middle finger so, to those boys. So were her girls going to sing that same song? <laughs> yeah. She didn't change it. Like, no, no, I think that, that was, was the, always the plan. Okay, yeah. So they were was, singing that to support her. They yes. did this talent show specifically so they could Trojan horse it. Right. And and get Got in it. front of them and be like, yeah. F you. Okay. Because right. like, cause at first I'm like, did she just like, you know, call a lateral and no. and improvise right. this attack? You know, it's an audible. Yeah. 
Oh, not a lateral. Oh, well, a lateral is when you throw, throw the ball sideways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even I know that. Sports. Sports. <laughs> but uh, yes, thank you. Call an audible. Uh, so what happens is because she's been assaulted, yeah, her, her sorority sisters have devised this plan, as Tom said, to kind of to make fun and and of this fraternity where yeah. the guy was rapey and they're all a bunch of douchebags, as we've seen. And so all a uh, bunch of dude bros. One ends up uh, getting drunk and she's about to sleep. It, uh, the well, same situation. Yeah, about to happen exactly. to her they, sister. They can't find this this other girl. Mm. Um, and Riley kind of barges in and stops an assault. Well, what you, that's the thing is like. You think this scene actually is really good. I think this scene yeah. is very well done where she you think this girl's going to be assaulted. Riley steps in and gets the guy out of the room and she kind of like and she does that like that's what you're supposed to do. So I thought this scene was really well done. The girl gets sick and she, Riley kind of stays with her and she's like I'm just going to get an Uber home. You know, so like I you thought, know, and this scene actually really makes more sense now because I'm like, why was the door open? I mean, if they good thing they he left the door open, but this was staged. Right, right. So right, I mean, right, right. now it makes more sense because I'm just thinking like it was awfully convenient that Riley is stumbling around the fraternity house, right, and happens to stumble walks upon in the on one. that, right? Yeah. So this is where Riley has to take her. Riley does not want to do it. Takes her spot. Does the whole thing. Meets up with the new boyfriend, and they decide to invite him to orphan dinner, which I guess is just a shot at Riley. No, I. It's, it's just no, it's people that don't have families to go home during the holiday. So orphans. Just so you're clever... staying on campus after everybody else leaves. Oh, for their families. So I was yeah. like, so yeah. we're going to we're going to double down on the fact that Riley's parents are dead. No, it's just <laughs> that that's what it's always been called. But she really is an orphan. Yeah. Got so it. they didn't want to be offensive to her. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. OK. So and then so in the in the original one, the dude is just in the house. So like he does call from inside the house, so you get like heavy breathing phone calls, and he starts picking these girls off. But they never leave the house. They the whole never thing leave is the, about the whole thing is whole... In, it's in the house. So this movie goes to like here's Professor McDouchebag. <laughs> uh, and... I think you mean Professor McCary Ewells. Use bag. <laughs> so, <laughs> like so, but now there's this whole side plot of he didn't. As far as I understand the script, he never actually did anything like assault a female student or anything. He didn't teach books with female authors like basically he teaches yeah. like the the true classics right making air quotes but right. they want him but, fired but basically they're saying like stop teaching nothing but old white no, men. no like they're so like all he's stop teaching. teaching though they want she wants him fired well i guess because he put up a I, fight yeah and, but that's but, I, was but I will say that like when you're on college campuses that's their answer to everything <laughs> it's like i don't like this thing fire them Welcome but to so, my world. But in yeah. this movie where you're trying to say all men are douches and all this stuff and the assault, rapey, well, it, it, frat the pro- guys. The problem is, is he also does kind of target Riley in the middle of class. Like, it's it's he's given a lecture on something and Riley's not paying attention. Not, not, she's zoning out. And he directs a question right at her. She answers it. And then all of a sudden, he kind of like zeroes well, in on. He's in the same fraternity right. as he's her alum as ex well. That got kicked out for right. the assault, so he clearly has that history there. And he but starts I, zeroing, and so that like that. Okay, so I'm like, well, okay, he's the he's a bad guy. Well, yeah. Again, guess. they paint all men to be terrible in this movie, but I just yeah. mean that the he's supposed to be so douchey. But I, the only thing I saw was he just taught male. Well, he did. He, he did apologize. He was apolog- or he said something to Chris about yelling at her. In class, Chris is the a- Chris happened, is the activist. Think, the- when she brought that yeah, up, okay. yeah, when she brought that yeah, up, yeah, there was something coming up about him like completely freaking out and mm. yelling at her 
during class. Okay, maybe. So there might have been some kind of exchange. There. Oh, it was the uh, the the first day of the semester because she she says that she looked through the syllabus and saw that there were no female authors represented, and then I think they got into a bit of a tiff, and so yeah. I think that's what it, that's what it was referencing. Okay, well, yeah, maybe there was something more then because I was just like. So here's the this the theater that we were in was almost completely empty, and same. We, same. we were same here. Yeah, yeah, four people, including me, were in the auditorium. There was three. There was a couple. So it was me and Brian and our buddy Ethan, and we had a couple at the very end, and then we had a couple almost directly in front of us, and then a couple like off to the side. And I swear to God, I think the couple in front of us uh, took care of some business and <laughs> and left. <laughs> Like they got up and left at about the. I mean, granted, the movie sucked, so it could have been the movie. But at the same time, I was like, "Huh, that was weird." They just, all right, see you later. I guess that's the end of that couple. I I had a family with two young. Did they kids. do it with the uh, the popcorn bucket with the hole in the bottom, and then you reach in, then you you reach into the popcorn bucket, Did and you then it could be just. Kind I mean, of, they were make, kind of low key. Make your own butter. They were directly in. <laughs> they were directly in front of us, and there was no bucket, and I couldn't see her head. So, oh. you know, but I had a, I had a family walk in like 10 minutes into this movie with oh my uh, God. a mother, a father and two young kids. <laughs> this isn't Jumanji. <laughs> I, I was just like, wait a minute. Yeah, it's opening weekend for Jumanji. And they walk into this movie and they sat down and watched this movie. And oh I'm God. just thinking, what? Why? Why are you with this? Like uh. Jumanji just came out. I can't imagine. Maybe they had just seen it and they snuck into this one. I don't know. But you know, we'll take the kids to go see Black Christmas. It was a very odd choice, though. I just and, and I was like, okay, well, surely they're gonna leave this in the first like fifteen twenty no. minutes. No, they just no. stuck through it. They just doubled down on okay. it. Okay, yeah. I had that happen when Lion like was it Lion King and Good Boys opened. Oh was yes, yeah. yeah, 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 and yeah, and I was like, I was ninety four. Like, I was at Good Boys and like somebody walked in with with a kid and I was just like. <laughs> oh no! You're, did you tell them? No, that's, oh. I'm not. Because <laughs> what if the, they did it on purpose? Yeah. I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> like, I, I got a fight on my I hands. Can barely raise my own kids. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so so they sing the song. They sing the song. They they all kind of go out after, which was written uh, by uh, one of the ladies from Garfunkel and Oates. Oh, they're funny. the song was yeah. They're very funny. Yeah, yeah, I like them a lot. Now, now were they trying to remake the scene from Mean Girls? I thought the that, same I, thing. I, I thought that same thing, Tammy. It was like this is a total rip off of Mean Girls down to the costumes. Yeah. And so I, I I was thinking the same uh, the the same thing. Yes, and they I who oh that was it was like a yes, but I agree. Like it's the costumes. It's the same. I, it may have been the same like dance moves. And I well, Tina Fey needs you on the phone with I someone. Used, and... I use the term dance. <laughs> Tina Fey's yeah. like I don't care. Like was, I, <laughs> you, well, think, you think this is going to affect Mean Girls? I was no. glad when the song went the way it did because I, as it started, I'm like, this is what they've been rehearsing? And like the the, like the activist girl is okay with yeah, doing this song? I know. And I was just like, why would she dress like this? Right. Like, everything about, you know, and then when it, I'm like, okay, now I get it. Right. Yeah. And there, like, there are parts of this movie. I was like, yeah, I'm down. Like, this, this is this is good stuff. And I don't know. Very just, few, there's very few. Very few. I, for me, I think this might be the only yeah. good scene. I thought in the, the movie. Se- I thought the the barging out of the rape scene was was well handled. I thought this scene is good. I thought the opening scene was good. But it, it's a matter of like that happens in the first ten. 30 minutes yeah and now you're just stuck for another hour and 15 well, unless you're that couple unless you're that couple then you're not <laughs> so they so they end up we find out the whole thing the statue gets moved with the founder it gets moved to the fraternity that the founder was a part of the riley, fraternity. riley ends up seeing a ritual happen 
Yeah. Which is all supposed to have. Like, they, they want Riley to but see it. But you clearly, so. they're putting markings on the forehead. It looks like a, some kind of cult, satanic Druid, yeah. ritual. Um, but so the statue gets moved, and we find out that that, you know, uh, Carrie Yule's per, uh, professor was in the... Can per- someone explain to me how you can found a college and then also have been in the fraternity? Well, what if he created the fraternity? But then he would have—he oh. would have been in it. I, maybe, maybe they. So I, the way I took it as <laughs> is that he's the founder. Like, well, yeah, hey, he, he's he, like, I like college so much, I'm going to start one and then be a freshman and, and then come a freshman. <laughs> so I thought that he it, he created the college and then yeah, but they, why would he be in? But college? they created they created they created the fraternity in honor of him and his. Views. But, they but said, why would they, he be in the fraternity? They said he was in the fraternity. They did. Why would yeah. he be going to school president. if he founded? Also, why does a fraternity still have pledges in December? <laughs> that's a good point. Like that's true. You should that's, have that's acted. Done. That's now. done. All, that's done by now. Like the Greek guy in me is coming yeah, out. Right. Totally. Like, but you should be. <laughs> it should uh, be over. You should be a member by R- now. Rush week is done. School is literally over. <laughs> all right, there Zorba. Are no days left. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. But yeah, it was. So so we find out that now this is where it goes delves into a supernatural element. Yeah. That the statue is that, oozing black blood that somehow is connected to the founder's spirit. It and he's you know trying to mind control these people to uh, put women in their place and stop them from taking over and you know women need to be subservient to men and all that stuff. Now, tell me for those of you that have seen the original movies, does this have anything to do with the original? Absolutely not. Not a not at all. It's just a killer. Yeah, it's not a satanic or no. a. I, did I tell you the story for what the rumor about about Black Christmas two? No. So the the story goes. Please don't say Kwanzaa. I will not. Okay. Uh, is that Carpenter <laughs> went to Bob Clark and was like, "Hey, I really love Black Christmas. Uh-huh. Did you have a plan for a sequel?" And Bob Clark's like, "No, no, I did not." <laughs> and he's like, "Come on, like you had to have something." And Bob Clark was like, "All right, like I kicked around the idea of they caught this guy, they put him in a mental asylum, he gets out, and he goes back to the house that." He grew up in because that's the deal. It's like this, the in the. In, I think Wait, are you telling me? I no, see, that's that is the rumor. Is that that Black the, the Christmas I, came out? Black and Christmas he gave them Black the Christmas idea. two. No, but Black Christmas came out. Carpenter yeah. talked to Bob Clark. To Bob Clark. It was Clark. like how much he loved and it. And he gave him the story for Halloween. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, the, I can't. The, the, I heard. I heard that same rumor. The the bare bones story <laughs> yeah. of like the killer yeah. in the house goes back to you know gets out of a sane asylum, goes back to the house he grew up in, and then kills. Oh, the people who are in the house. Well, that's interesting. But so my point is, though, that this supernatural element, though, is completely Nothing. original to this remake. Absolutely. Right? Yes. Yes. So instead of making a straightforward horror movie and with a killer, a slasher type movie, and then they're already adding in all this, you know, all the agenda uh, heavy handedness to it. Then they throw in this supernatural <laughs> yeah. thing where the founder is controlling the members, so it takes away the responsibility, like Tom said, for the men. Yeah. Now does it take away the responsibility? It puts it back on, on, the, on the women. On the feminist who started the fight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right, because it was her fault, essentially. She's I mean, the one that protested to get it, get the statue removed. But, right. it's not, but, but it's not like... Oh, look what you did. Like, she could have never known that. It's just... Oh, no, I mean, she could not foresee that. But I'm just saying, the course of actions that happened was she protested the existence of this statue. Yes. It was moved, which led to rapey zombies. Right. (laughs) Rapey stone zombies? (laughs) Sure, because they don't die right away. Like they, they have to, they have to do some work to well, kill most them. zombies. Don't die right away. Take one shot to the head. Tom. But as, but as soon as I don't know how you guys felt. I mean, I think I do. But as soon as they started introducing this supernatural element and 
Imogene Poots goes into the car with the. Should I know who that is? Like, has she been in other stuff? Oh that yeah, we, that we've she seen? was in. Uh, what was the last thing she was just in? Um, Black Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the last thing she was in, but. Uh, Oh my gosh! It might be the last. Might yeah, be the last. I guess we have a computer. Tom will look up. She was just in something fairly recently. Okay, though, that okay. she was in Twenty Eight Weeks Later. Is she? Oh, oh, she's the sister. She's, I guess, the little kid. Yeah, she would almost have to be. Yeah. just because that's well, the boys. The boys. That's how that's... time works. Right. But uh, what else is on her recent? Uh, Jimmy, all is by my side. IMDb the, um, the look of love but anyway when she talks to the the activist yeah she's like I I think that they're possessed I saw a <sighs> ritual and they're being controlled now they they start she starts introducing yeah all this supernatural stuff and she says it with a straight face because she's freaked out but she immediately believes this and then it just the way they're talking about it seemed like no one Added an eyelash none. at it. It just none. It's the writing. well. No, the the friend did. She's Which like oh, she's like uh, the the girlfriend, the friend? super feminist one. Okay, yeah. the, she was or like the dumb one. She's like it's a fraternity. Of course, you saw a ritual. Yeah, like yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I know I know that I know that she says that and she doubts it. But what I mean though is that they're talking crazy talk. Right. She was and in like, green room. That's oh, green room. she's that, the that, she's the girl. Yeah. She's the girl. Yeah. She was Man, also in that Fright Night. She has a. Rich oh. history of substandard reboots. Nah, Fright Night's not bad. Yeah, that's, yeah. It was yeah, all right. It's better than that. And so is Green yeah. Room. Yeah. Yeah. Green Room is pretty good. Yeah. Green Room is really really great. Green Room is yeah. great. Um, so, but yeah. So, she goes. I just thought she, when they introduced this, I was not expecting this in this movie. And it sounded ridiculous. And I'm just like, it's come weird. On. So, in a trailer, they, they, there's a, there, you're right, Tom. There's reshoots. Because there's, in, in one of these trailers, when the. Riley and the other the activist are sitting like with their backs to the on that that uh, breakfast bar. They hit that guy, and instead of them pulling the mask off and it's like a, a normal face, it's a it's a statue head. Like there's a trailer where it's a statue head, and you're just oh, that's like, right. I do remember that from the trailer. yeah, and you're just and then that's that's at, when they show that in the trailer, I was like, what the, f- what are we doing here? And this, but that's not in the movie. Right. So there, you're right. There's reshoots. They they recut well, that this could thing. have been uh, that could have been just a teaser for the could trailer been. or could something too. I but don't think they put that kind of effort into this. No, no. I don't think so either. So they get they uh, they get back to the sorority house. The I I don't like calling her the dumb one, but that's how they present her. Is like the well, these are all caricatures, right? right? You have the dumb one, the activist. And we call her the aloof one. I'll call, okay, the aloof one. Very good. I like Much better. Yeah, <laughs> but these are all stereotypes yes. of college So, students. like, she goes upstairs to look for Christmas lights. And it's not a bad jump scare. It's a pretty decent one where she's trying the lights. Well, this is after the, the Diva Cup gets, gets it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's the, right. The, that actually wasn't a bad shot. Merry actually, Christmas from this Jew to you. Yeah, I liked, I liked the way they set that shot up where it's like, the it's not set like on the level like it's it looks like you're looking at it from somebody else's it point like of a view. paranormal activity like it did you know but i was like okay but all you can see is her moving from room to room and then yeah. it's kind of exorcist three or ex, yeah exorcist three esque where she walks out of a room and the dude is right behind her why did the cat have the black I have stuff no on idea him? i want to know why I the cat no clue. they introduced that she has this cat and the um the uh 
Emma Jean Poots character is supposed to take care of the cat and she overfeeds it. Whatever. Stupid. Just random dialogue. <laughs> and then she, the reason she hasn't left yet to go home to her family is because she's looking for this cat and it's meowing. And then the cat walks on the screen and has the black substance from the fraternity on its paws. Yeah. Well, it means that the, there was one there. The guy was there and picked up a cat. Like I, I just, I'm just wondering. No, I agree with you. Because I'm like, at the end of the movie, if the if the cat was responsible for everything, <laughs> the cat is is Calvin Coolidge. Black, Cri- Calvin Black, Coolidge. Black Christmas Two, Cat Christmas, Cat Christmas. <laughs> well, but the cat's the cat's licking Black it. Cat up. Christmas. The cat's licking it up in the post credits. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, I mean, there's definitely like the the. The fact that they had the balls to think that they had something here yeah. was ridiculous. Yeah, that's adorable. Yeah, right. You're not telling me there's a post-credit. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I go, I don't I mean, care. But I say oh, post-credit, but it's I like... There's a post-credit scene? Well, it's... it's I, I, like right after. The yeah. only reason I know is it's in my Wikipedia okay. summation. Yeah, it's just the cat licking, the, <laughs> licking like the goo off of its paws. Oh, so you're? I thought you were joking. No, I'm serious. Okay, that's, that so actually they happens. do yeah. refer back to... Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, I thought that but, was a joke. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is actually in the original version. This is how Margot Kidder dies. Is, okay, the Christmas lights. Uh, I think it's a plastic bag over her head. Oh. Well, but they use that at one point in this movie. They do put they? a plastic bag over yeah. somebody's head. Okay, they so that's, kill a guy with the plastic right, right. bag. That's the Margot Kidder death. Is, okay. Yeah, and that's kinda, I think that was actually on the poster. Like, that's the that's the picture you get with, like, the black and white. I mean, those posters in the 70s were dope. Like, those were, those were some good posters. Uh, but every kill cuts before the kill because it's PG-13. Yeah. And that's yeah. the other downfall is you get so little horror in this movie. But when you do get horror, like an axe kill, like when you get kills that could be really cool kills, yeah. they're like swing Snap the axe cut. and they're like cut. <laughs> and then when they go back to them, it's like their back is turned with an axe like going out of the front. That you right. can't see the damage. Yeah. But they're, you know, clearly it's, it's weird to think that Blumhouse, who's responsible for Halloween, which is insanely gory. Yeah. Because... It is, and it should be, but and then you get this, and this is what, that's what makes me think this is not a Blumhouse movie. I listen to a podcast called Shockwaves, and that is a Blumhouse sponsored podcast. Not one mention of this well, movie. I, they probably are pretty popular in the horror. Community, oh, it's a yeah. And they probably want to be taken seriously, and I think they know that if they go on and they're just like, "Hi, we're Blumhouse, <laughs> and we are going to talk about Black Christmas, the best <laughs> horror movie ever." Even they have, I think they know they are going to lose. <laughs> they have Ryan Turek on the show, who's one of Blumhouse's now yeah. like exec producers. No talk of it. Yeah, whatsoever. that's. I think that was a very <laughs> smart move for that podcast. But so okay, so we go through the kills. So and this is where it gets to what Tom mentioned earlier that the problem is is they made this movie look like it was going to be four badass sorority sisters, right? And there's going to be no final girl because they're t- sticking it to all the men and kicking ass and all this. No, we're already down every, to <laughs> every single sorority girl sister of the main character dies. These are just random girls from right. other sororities. Yeah, you, so, they, they think they have this Avengers moment. Don't they know the how end. movies work? Like horror movies work. You kill the random girls. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, you, you kill the red yeah. shirts. Yeah, and then but, you bring your ones no, back together. They kill everybody we're introduced to, and so the poster is randos that are introduced at the very end. Basically, it's yeah. not. No, no, our, no. The poster is our four girls. Is oh, the, the ones that all die. Yes. Oh, well, that's terrible. Yeah, then. the poster. But the poster is I, the aloof girl. I, I hear you. I just, <laughs> I in my head thought it was because in this movie at the end you do get the women all fighting. So I thought that they put them like, oh, these are going to be the main ones. But it's just like one sorority it's Char- sister. Is it Charlie? Was that her name? Was that the activist? Yeah. Name Chris. Chris. Mm. Chris and Riley. Yeah. Are the only two that make it. But 
they're also on the poster okay. with the other two that die. But so at the end, though, the ones that do live are one random sorority sister from each sorority house. And they're yeah. like, is this happening to you? Yes, it is. And so. No, no, no. It, it's the others. It's just the one. Well, other I know sorority. from the big. Be- oh, it's just the, one other. Yeah. No, I all those they showed women? two. No, because those are the only two fraternities that boycotted. The fraternity in the very beginning boycotted that douchebag soror- the sor- sorority. The, the, the no the so the the douchebag fraternity party. Yeah, in the that that's this whole setup. Yeah, the the sorority in the beginning boycotted mm-hmm. that party. Yeah, nobody else did except for the other girls that were involved. So the only two sororities that this is happening to are the two that sat out that refused to go to this party. Oh, I just didn't. I thought they stopped by another house. No. They stop by another house because the girl runs to the like the in the beginning she's banging on other people's doors. Well, in any event, Halloween all these style. final girls are ones that we've never seen other yes. than the friend that called in the beginning. That's my point is that they should have introduced all these characters as they did and made all the main characters strong and kick ass and you can't take them down, but they just fell into every other trope. Yeah. And Riley is ba- well, I guess Chris too, but they're like the two final. Gr- Does Chris make it? She gets yeah. injured, but she makes, she it. makes it. But those two make it, and you see the death of what three or four of the main sorority sisters. All of them. There's so her, they, they kill the elusive. There's Diva Cup. There's Diva Cup, and then they kill uh, the girlfriend. And then there was another one. I thought no, the girlfriend gets the axe to the stomach. There's a Christmas light one that died, right? That's the aloof. That's, that's the aloof girl. Okay, and then Diva Cup. Oh, and Marty. Who was the girlfriend? The girl, the girlfriend, boyfriend. Like, girl. uh, yeah, and the only reason she was there was to have a boyfriend. I, I, I mean, like, there. That's the problem is these characters, like, like Tammy said, are just so vapid. Yeah, yeah. That they you don't care. You about don't care. Them, right. You know, like in Friday, one of my favorite final girls is Amy from Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, and she has a character development. Right, like she's a badass from the jump. Mm-hmm. She's she's kind of you know like there's. You are rooting. You get enough story with that character where you're rooting for that character. When everything goes to garbage, you're rooting for that character s- to survive. In this one, you're just like, yeah. I mean, I you're on the poster, so I assume you're gonna make it. So cool. You know, like in Halloween, you're rooting for Jamie Lee Curtis from Jump Street. You're rooting for Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. In this one, you're just like, <sighs> I mean, I like Imogene Poots. I wish she had more to work with here because I do think that she's good. That she has a likable quality. Where sure, I I mean, I I think her character being the main character is developed more than the others. Certainly, um, I just think if if it had a better script, we would have you know felt more because she's a yeah, likable they, actor. They, they tried to be very smart, and it just like like I said, when when you want to do that, which is fine. I think, like I said, there should be those movies existing today because that's a story that you that people can get behind and right. people yeah. can relate to but when you have a movie like i don't know, like you said like or tom was it me maybe i said it hard candy where it's like it's it's the same movie like she's uh, and she's even younger in that movie like ellen page in that movie's 15 16 years old oh, yeah because hard candy's about catching like a internet. child predator yeah predator, and then you've yeah. got and then you've got the trailer for promising young woman that looks I mean, that looks to me. I when I saw that trailer, I had the same reaction when I saw the first trailer for Ready or Not. I was like, "Yeah, let's do that." But when you're putting out movies like that, it's and then you put this, put that in front of this one. You're just like, "Woof!" Like yeah. I don't know what you were thinking. So it comes down to as I mean, it's telegraphed from the get. Obviously, we know the professor's a bad guy. Well, there yeah. was never any question there. But you know, and he, and he basically does the whole Bond villain thing where he explains the entire plot and that yeah. you know. 
<laughs> women are taking over and they need to be you know serve the men and we need to put them back in their place and this is all this has all been the founder's goal and once we found the statue that you had removed it was really a blessing in disguise yeah blah 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 and so we this is where we also get that twist but we think that uh what's her name what's the main character's name riley riley Riley. we think that riley found the friend that was in in the bad situation at the party at the beginning, we think that we found her tied up, but she ends up being a distraction. They yeah. knock her out and we find out that she, she believes in being a subservient female. Yeah. And she, then they're just like, cool. I, I, I was like, I know that these are actors obviously. So they're all just reading scripts, but I'm like, how disgusting do you think it felt when she had to say those words? I don't know. <laughs> you know, that speech that she's yeah, giving. Yeah. Uh, it's, so, it's not, if, if you think she had a problem to, i Imagine how the cast of Bombshell felt. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I feel like they're telling an actual story. Yeah. Well, yeah, they were trying to do I'm, it. But they were trying still... to make a good point here. Yeah, I, I guess just, that's true. I'm just like, oh, I mean, didn't you guys feel, cr- I think the creepiest moment in this is when that, the girl that faked out Riley was like, oh, we need to be put in our place. And, and I'm like, oh, gross. <laughs> So well, yeah, the- no, that was that was definitely of all the cringeworthy yeah. moments, and there was a shit ton in this movie. <laughs> I would say that wins the award for most cringeworthy moment. The speech just it was uh, on the nose. It was a caricature, as most everything uh, in here is, and it's like no, nobody's at nobody thinks that way. Yeah, I, even it's, even women who not relatable it's laughable yeah like even women who subscribe to a version of that that is not how they would phrase it you know what i'm saying that's not the prism through which they see it even if they do subscribe to the 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 theory that like oh the man's the head of the family and blah but they but they don't they even they don't say it see it through the prism of i'm subservient right like that's not even if that's what's occurring that's that's not how they would describe it. Sure. And I mean, so, if you're brainwashed, maybe like that's you, you maybe. would have to be like, I mean, yeah. I mean, what do you, what do you think, Tammy? Let's get your insight here. Well, I feel like um, this was written by a woman who was trying to write what she thought a man would write. It, <laughs> it, it, it just doesn't, none of it feels right. It yeah. does it, nothing. And this is the point where she gets knocked out. It's a completely different movie. They take a 180 and go, Com- you know in a totally different turn yeah. none of it makes sense yeah that, I don't th- like they any, didn't i didn't like any of the characters yeah they don't feel I, real nothing just I, uh, tammy have you been following what uh any um i guess what the conversation has been on film twitter uh and particularly how um uh, other women have uh viewed this movie no, I haven't actually until you know Friday when I was asked to see this. I didn't know much about this at all, and um, I haven't looked anything online. I think we're the only people that have seen this movie. Is I, the don't, problem. I don't. I don't. There is a there is a strong contingent behind this movie who, uh, and I did. I, Ryan, I I actually did look stuff up. Oh, who subscribed to this? They're like who this were just movie like, is like the... this. If if you don't understand this movie, that's on you. Oh. This like and it's like and it's. It's because di- it's not like any of us are against female empowerment. I mean, none of us are like no, agreeing. Tom. Well, yeah. depends but, on the female. It's case by case. <laughs> it's case by case. But it's like none of us. I mean, we oh. love these movies with the strong female leads, and we're all for. I mean, you know, but we're, make a good one. Make yeah, a good right. One. But we're married, and Joe, you have daughters. Not and, to each other. No, no, no not all. No, no, I mean, no, this no. okay. I gotta tell you, not. there are times 
where it feels like we are. Yeah. <laughs> but but my point is though, I, I'm not married for anybody who's listening. <laughs> <laughs> single and available. Tammy, you want to put anything out there? Um, I'm not. <laughs> she's like moving I on. Am, I am widowed. So. Oh, sorry. Ha da! I know that was good. Right there, yeah. Well, I I don't think Tammy's Ryan's type anyway. <laughs> Probably not. I wasn't trying to create a love connection. Oh, okay. We're fishing. For, I was like, Tom, dates, I don't I know, know how to break it to you, Tom. Yeah, but I don't think that's gonna work. Um, <laughs> but, uh, um, but yeah, I just the the main problem is that it's just the way that it's handled. It's not a good one, and so yes, it is the time for this movement, and and but it's it's not that we're against the the overall point that no, they're trying not at all. to make, and that these men in this movie were terrible. But when you present every male as a caricature and every female as this token character it really undermines the point that you're trying to say yeah. because you've executed it so poorly yeah that i i just feel like and, and then plus with all the points like that tom made with how they um they put the supernatural element in there and then now these men weren't really bad i mean sure there's some were douchey but like they were really doing all this because of the cult and right. the possession it's like, well, you just then undermined. Yeah, they're saying that like this thing unlocks your alpha side of your brain. Yeah, and it's like, well, I, so you're just. I mean, you are taking. How is that noise generated? I have no idea. So first, we have the black magic goo that comes out of a statue, but then this noise kept and then you happening. Get the tinnitus thing. But yeah, right. who was generating that? Where did it come from? And how did they get Tony that? Randall? How did they Tony get Tony Randall? He had tinnitus. Yeah. No, I got no, it. It comes from the same place that when you're the fifth element, you're somehow a dressmaker. I just the same would have place. liked to know where. Okay, they found the statue. Okay, how did it explain to him the ringing thing? And how is it? I, I just it kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, right? like, it did. Yeah, it was like, oh, that's the warning. There's a noise, and now you have an alpha. It's, it's the full moon effect. Where it's like, whoa, full moon. Somebody's turning into a werewolf. Yeah, like that's what we're getting. Uh, but yeah, and then so of course the Riley ends up overcoming her fear and takes down uh, her attacker, who is actually so. Uh, and then somehow, within a matter of seconds, well, there's like a battle scene. This is yeah, like the end this of is this a, is Braveheart. It's an Avengers yeah. style like reveal where like the other sorority sisters come in. That last Twilight movie, Avengers, Braveheart. If, if, it's like the two cri- sides crash. I was waiting for Chris to say, "On your left." Yeah, like it was that level. <laughs> Uh, it just came so out of nowhere. This movie didn't have any kind of like the the action elements or like the kills were not kick ass like you would anticipate right. like for the most part, right? Like they end up taking out one of these guys by uh, she does the key thing, uh-huh. which they show a uh-huh. couple times. Yeah, the Wolverine key yeah. thing. Yeah. They put a bag over a guy's head, but they weren't really kick ass. But then at the end, every single sorority <laughs> sister becomes a master of the martial arts right, yeah well, that, where did that come from they took rad classes they were possessed but, uh and it brought out their beta <laughs> i don't I know guess. that's i don't know that's not a thing but seriously, did you guys I, did you uh, think that like oh wow yeah these women are all kick-ass and now they can fight like that i it's just that movie thing where like <laughs> now that i'm really mad i'm really good at fighting <laughs> just yeah. it was right, right which right, would make right. you honestly really bad at fighting it, yeah y- yeah because you you're, would you're fighting with emotion yeah you can't do that you're not thinking uh, yeah. I so just, yeah so they knock over the statue the statue explodes into black no, they don't knock it over riley mm-hmm. picks it up over oh, her head right. yeah and says this is sparta also, also why wasn't she covered in goo <laughs> she was she had black did was, she there was stuff i just thought, yeah. i felt like there was a weird scene like the bottom, the bottom was nothing. well because when it was all over at first i thought like oh my god is this thing gonna possess her now somehow like it she did yeah. get it yeah 
and then the 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 soror the frat, frat house. Well, then in- Carrie Yules is like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you, we can we can work this out. <laughs> or like, I you know, whatever. For him to be like, as you wish. Like that was like, yeah. if you're gonna be a complete dick of this movie, that's what you would do. But yeah, she breaks so, in, and, and then the house apparently engulfs in flames in about two minutes. Uh, the entire yeah. house. Yeah, that was really bad. <laughs> well, I will say it's a very old house. Yeah. It's all sure, wood. Sure. I like it's you know. Okay. Sure, but, we'll go with that. But now, wait a minute. Okay, so all these guys were possessed. Yeah. By the demon thing, they broke the statue and like broke the spell. But then they murdered all those guys. Yeah. Except for the they one. Were ex- just, except for the, except for the one boy. Except for Landon. Landon. Well, yeah. right, right. Landon wasn't part of portrayal. We haven't even mentioned, but there's, there's like the red herring guy that might be like playing nice, but he's really a creep. But really, he's just a nice but, guy. Yeah. She thinks, oh, maybe he's a creep and all that. But yeah, he's not a part of all that. He gets out, but they killed all the guys that you've just explained were possessed. Like, yeah, they were frat guys, but like they were only killing people because of the yeah possession. But they were. They were they were still pretty rapey. The the one we only saw, but, but the but the fraternity closed ranks around him and supported him and still uh-huh. still welcomed him back. But with so open we're arms. supposed to say girl power killed them all in a fire. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this movie, uh, you know, is supposed to be lit. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Literally I'm not and figure. Obviously, yeah, right. I'm not siding with the douches. They were all douches and all that. But I just mean the way they presented it. Were like, I mean, Riley watches the place. But the like one of the final but, scenes is her watching. But that is part of the problem with what they do with the statue. Is that is now you've muddied the water as to like w- were these bad guys or were they possessed? Like right. we don't we don't know exactly. We don't know except for the one guy. Yeah, that assaulted the the main character. Like, we don't know what the rest of the guys were like before the statue. Correct. So Maybe they were rapey, and this just made them more I mean, rapey. My my gut says they probably were because uh-huh. they had this other guy, and they didn't do anything about him. Oh. He's still a prestigious alumnus who's allowed to come back, right. and they're excited to see him. Okay, I would like right. to know, Tammy, as a woman, how did you feel about her burning down the sword, the whole fraternity house full of the possessed guys? It, well, they're not possessed it, anymore. I know. Yeah. That's yeah. That's where I'm saying none of it makes sense. And there's the little part where they all they had to get trinkets from each one of the girls, you know, so the guys knew which ones to go after. Yeah, come on. Like they were bloodhounds. I don't know. Like yeah, why to sniff it? I don't know what they had to do to then know what girls yeah, they had to go in. Like I want to sniff anybody's diva cup. <laughs> but what, <laughs> what about the vibrator? And that was on the on there. But maybe you're right though, Tammy. That's that they that whole that whole like. You know, they do this in the cult. It's like a voodoo doll type thing. Yeah, you know? and basically. And the yeah. occult movies, they usually have like, oh, you need get, a personal, you need item. A personal yeah. thing to have this connection. What's well, more personal than a diva cup <laughs> and a vibrator? But, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> but they do all that. And then it's like what Joe said. There were two sorority houses that were clearly protesting this fraternity. Why did you have to go get their objects? Like they know exactly who. I thought it was so like the magic would work. That's what I thought too. Like it wasn't for the guys. Ah, it was magic. for the it was for the magic the to do magic. the magic thing. Although the magic really only worked on the guys. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's because movie, this is a terrible This movie, like I said, this movie I was okay is a with the train I was okay when the house burned down because at this point I was like the yeah, burn more, it down. The more people in this movie that die, the better. <laughs> yeah. But the most realistic part in this movie was when the the when Chris turns to Riley and Riley's like, "Let's go to the police," and she's like, "Or or no, let's let's go fight them or whatever." And 
or no, maybe Riley says it to Chris and she's like, wait a minute, you want to go to the police and tell them that a bunch of magic possessed a fraternity <laughs> right. and started killing them all? It's like, we've got dead bodies. We just yeah, murdered we just, these we just, guys. We just killed these guys. So to that same point, explain right. the DNA evidence that shows that they were at that house and murdered them all. No, nope, yeah. burn it down. And then their excuse is that they were all possessed so we killed them <laughs> yeah. like you literally just said that you couldn't do that right and now you've just murdered them well all. i guess maybe the movie's thinking that like we don't know what start, like they don't know what started the fire and it's destroying the evidence oh so, they're gonna say we didn't start the fire right it was always yeah, it was burning. always burning that that needs to be the outro of this episode <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this is it's a shame like this is a complete tammy do you have something i'm sorry well, no, it was just, it didn't do anything for them, you know, Me Too or any kind. It just, it, it was almost like a parody of it. To me, it felt like they were making fun of it. Yeah, I totally agree with you. you. Putting it in a good light. But this was yeah. all women, women director and written by women? Yeah. Yeah. What? I just, I just don't. Yeah, I don't, like I said, and I mean, uh, I'm just basing that on the names. Sophia. Yeah. April. This just oh, doesn't, you? doesn't. This seem, doesn't oh. this seem like a movie that men would write because they think they're trying to make a Me Too movie? Yes. Yeah, I mean, it does. Right? It, yeah. it feels like tone deaf men. I think, Tammy, I think you made that point earlier. Where the, the, I think you said that you seem like they wrote how they thought a man would write this movie. And, and I, I, I never really thought about that before and, and, until you mentioned it. And, and I, I think that's really a, a, a brilliant point because uh, – that is precisely how it feels. But it's like if you're trying, I you know, I get trying to write male characters in a certain way, or if you are trying to parody or make a satire, I get writing certain characters a certain way. But if you're trying to make a valid point, yeah, and you write a movie that ends up feeling like a parody, right? I don't think you've gotten your point across. You have, very well. you actually you've done more harm to your yeah. point. So yeah, this is a mess. It's a complete. This might be one of the worst things I've seen uh, in the last couple of years. Like this is real bad. Yeah, real bad. Well, here's how it could have worked. It could have worked this way, where if you wanted to um, get creative with the the iconic Black Christmas property, but still uh, have a um, a positive, affirming, empowering message uh, for women, I think it could have worked. And and that you had a uh, female slasher, and so in a Jason or Freddie or Michael kind of fashion, uh, ghost face, you have a, a female slasher. And instead of setting it in a sorority house, uh, you I mean, I guess this is kind of in the frat house, but your main setting is the frat house. Mm-hmm. And so this slasher goes around picking off all these frat guys uh, who mistreat their girlfriends or hookups or tricks for the night or whatever. And so they're mistreating them. And so then they get picked off just like, you know, Jason or Michael or Freddie Ghostface, you know, how just how they would operate. And so you so you flip it that way. And I think then you still get. You uh, you still get that same you know, that same message like 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 the frat rape culture is bad it is mm-hmm. reprehensible but it would have still been a slasher and would have been far more clever and would I think would have uh, ultimately achieved what these writers were all given benefit of the doubt what they were trying what they were trying to achieve and and I think something like that you know would have worked a lot better yeah, and, and, yeah. Just, and the bad guy yeah. would have been killing them not your main character right. see that's right. it's the the 
douchey guys dying isn't the problem. I mean, if you present them as being super douches and they get theirs, it is a movie. We know you're not trying to literally say, go kill these guys because they're douches. Right. You know, like alone, like that's not enough to warrant murdering them. But if the killer is killing douches, right. then you're like, well, okay, they got what they deserved and it is a killer. It's a bad guy like killing Dexter. them. Like yeah. Dexter. It is exactly like but Dexter. But when you make yeah. your main character kill people and then you're like, oh, well, she was abused so she can murder 20 guys. Like, you know what I mean? That's, right. that's what doesn't sit right is how do you relate to a character character murdering people totally when, when they're a good guy right that's the the weird thing about well, it you so, relate to the punisher but, but i guess he's, like, he's, he's killing, killing bad, bad yeah, yeah i'm saying these are bad people guys. that may be douches but you can't justify killing murdering yeah. them yeah but so i like ryan's idea i wish yeah. they would have done that that sounds great and then you could have still made it a slasher movie where this just i don't even know what it is you know what i mean there's not any of those elements the kills aren't good you can't see anything there's no gore right. all the blood is really not there you the just only see blood bl- you get is uh on the the girlfriend when she gets hit in the chest with a and the axe. diva cup to the diva no. cup yeah sorry <laughs> but it's like but then they basically they use they use the excuse of the black blood because it's not really blood it's it's the right the magic stuff yeah so yeah this, this is terrible it's, there's, like it's bad, there's no so. redeeming factor. this, is, this yeah. actually might be the worst blumhouse movie i've ever seen yeah this had what's what was that olivia what wasn't olivia Wilde, even, i mean i will watch lazarus effect that's what i'm saying yeah. like a million times before yeah. i ever watch this again what is this getting on rotten tomatoes oh, that's a good oh question. it's pretty bad last time i saw it was like around 40 percent Wow, that's high. What, that good? Yeah. That was on Friday morning, so it could have... 43%. Yeah. That's still... That's still disturbingly high. Yeah. Well, well, I'll tell you what. Let's look at what the average is. You know, with Rotten Tomatoes, you have it's to look at the average. Pass, fail, yeah. It's 4.66 is the average. That's much better. So that means... Yeah, yeah, so a 4 out of 10, and that means that, you know, the people that did pass it were probably like a 6. You know, right. like... <laughs> they, they were just like... Eh, I okay, think yeah. 59% or higher is fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So that means that if they give it a 60, it gets a positive, but... A movie that's a sixty, you wouldn't call a good movie, right? So, no, totally. Yeah. yeah so yeah. there yeah. it is. Well, I guess uh, that's it for this one. I guess uh, Ryan, where can people find you if they would like to? Sure, people can find me. Uh, my uh, address and phone number is, <laughs> uh, or you can find me on uh, Twitter at rltery one. You can also follow my blog at rltterryrealview dot com, and I'd uh, love to interact with you. Uh, connect with me. Awesome. And Tammy, where would you like to be found if you'd like to be found? Yeah, no. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I, I've seen what the other people who listen to the show are like. No, no thank, you. thank you. I no, don't you. blame you. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> and uh, I guess then we will go around the table and say where to find us. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. Can we abstain too? Too late. <laughs> oh, follow me on Twitter at my Twitter address. <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group, uh, find us wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And, of course, Patreon at Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. So uh, that's it for this one. Uh, coming up on the next one, we will tackle Jumanji. Yeah. So until then, Max gets thrown into hell. Of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know Where the treetops glisten And children listen 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.